every so often, there's a change in the marketplace, there's a change in business, there's a change in sales. And if you're paying attention, you could get a jump on the marketplace and totally dominate before anybody even knows what happens. Every single message you deliver is really a sales call. Either you are selling or being sold. Salespeople love to brag about their skills. And the truth is, your success in closing sales depends on your skills, your abilities, and finding the right training. And the great news is, you have come to the right place here at The How to Sell Show with your hosts, Dale Bell and Scott Sylvanbell. And be sure to join the party at howtosell.live and download your copy of The 10 Common Mistakes Salespeople Make. Aloha from Sacramento, California today. Today's a good day. I'm coming to you live from my germ-free studio, and I figured I'd put together an episode for you called How to Sell Even If You're in Quarantine, On Vacation, or Asleep. And there's going to be two parts to this. So there's going to be today's episode and tomorrow's episode. You are definitely going to want to check them out. I will put links in the description. Let's get started. I figured I would create content for you and go over this information on what happens when there's major changes in the world of sales that affect and disrupt the business life. And I could think of in my lifetime, the last two issues that are on the calendar. And one was in the, in the fall of 2008, when the markets really changed the market crash of 2008. And then previous to that was September 11, 2001. Right now, there's some major disruption because of the coronavirus. But there's also some other things that are colliding that you need to know about with technology and the way that people are interacting. And if, if you've been out in life just in general recently, people are a lot more impatient. You go to the grocery store, people are mad that you take an extra five seconds to swipe a card. You go to get gas and people are like, come on, you're taking an extra 30 seconds. You go to make a, a right on a stoplight here in the United States and you take an extra pause for half a second and people are blaring their horns at you. You start combining all of these elements, there are some changes that are coming to the world of sales. And I have a belief that some of these predictions are going to come true because of what's happening to the with the coronavirus moving forward. I want to give you a list of different items. Some of them are just going to be random and some of them are going to be tied together of things that you could do moving forward to be prepared for market changes that every other salesperson isn't doing. And the first thing on this list is to make a one sheet. And what you do is you go to the Google and you type in how to create a one sheet. And this is what you would build for like a media kit for a company, but you could do this for yourself. You're going to put some just standard information about yourself, your company, some testimonials, products you sell. It's one piece of paper, maybe two that you could email somebody and you could say, hey, Scott, why would I want to build a one sheet? And I'm going to say, hey, look. If we're talking about leveraging technology and you want to make the life as easy as possible for the buyer, this is one of the ways to do it. You have all the pertinent information about you that somebody needs in one place, in one location that they can download, that they could save on their computer, that you could put in the mail if you really had to. But remember, somebody doesn't want to have cooties. So a one sheet is the perfect thing to do. And let's just say that this issue with uh, the virus or the illness goes away. At some point, it's going to pop up again. At some point in your lifetime, these issues are going to happen again. So you're going to be prepared. The real deal is you're going to have to up your sales skills. There's going to be a lot of salespeople that are burned out of the world of sales because they're not willing to adapt and they're not willing to change. 
Since we're talking about leveraging technology, one of the things that I want to share with you is you're going to want to have some sort of e-signature account. And, you know, your company may already have one, which is fantastic. And your company may not. These things are pretty inexpensive. And because people don't want to be talked to when somebody around them has cooties or is sick and has got problems, uh, having the ability to send information, get a signature, and to have documents taken care of at you know, a distance away where you're not going to get sick is going to be one of the things that's really going to help you out. For this next section, I may hurt some feelings. Uh, get over it. You know, that's what you got to do. You're in the world of sales. You're going to get used to some rejection and being told the tough things. And with this is you have to get over two things, how you look and how you sound. You have to get over how you look and how you sound. Because for the rest of this episode, we're going to talk about leveraging technology to create content that's really going to help you out. And one of the things that I find when I work with salespeople, I'm like, hey, have you made an explainer video? And they're like, no, I haven't. And they say, and I say, why not? And they say, I don't like the way that I look or I don't like the way that I sound. So literally, you are missing deals that you could send information to your client, you could send information to your buyer because you're scared of the way that you look and sound. I learned a really cool strategy from a guy named Roberto Monaco. And Roberto Monaco uh, teaches professional speaking in front of groups. And he said, look, you look the same in front of uh, Target closed circuit television as you do in real life. You got to get over the way that you look. And the way that you sound, you just got to get over that too. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to borrow some knowledge from good old Roberto Monaco. And so here's what you're going to do. You are going to leverage technology. You're going to go to a place called otter.ai or rev.com. Like you could just put transcription services. You could just put a transcription service into the Google and those are just two that you could go to. And you're going to take your presentation and you're going to record it. And you're like, Scott, oh my goodness, this is going to take time, energy, and effort. And I'm going to say, remember, you are going to be able to give presentations and deliver it through technology. You need this. So you're going to take your content and you're going to record it and then you're going to break it down into different sections. You're going to use your personality. You're going to use everything that you do and then you're going to look through and you're going to say, okay, how can I take this content that I've broken down into sections and use it for text? You know, there's going to be times where your buyer goes to text you and they want to interact with you. And so what you do is you create folders or little pieces of snippets on your phone or on your tablet that when somebody's got a question, you already have everything typed out. You already have all the information and it comes down to a matter of cut and paste. So you're not going to just use this for text. You're also going to use it for email. You got to think through what, you, what you're going to say. And some of this comes back to looking at deals that you've already closed through email or over the phone. You're going to build what copywriters call a swipe file. And what this is, is just generic information. It could be a better form of a template. So somebody says, hey, I want to buy your widget or gizmo. You've already got a lot of the specs and a lot of the information in place and a lot of the common frequently asked questions or should I ask questions that the buyer is going to have and you're going to be good to go. So with this, you're also going to create content for chat. So like, look, I get it, text message, email, but people do chat. People do like to use the Facebook chat or the Instagram chat or the WhatsApp chat, whatever chat you plan to use. The cut and paste function is really going to help you out. And the more content that you have readily available and the more questions that you, you get used to people asking you inside of a chat feature or inside of a text message or inside of an email, the easier this is going to be for you. You're going to want to think through the process. You're going to want to gather as much information as you can 
to make this easy for you. It might take you and a couple of buddies to sit down and say, hey, look, the weekend's coming up or I got a day off. I really want to put this content together. I need your help. I'll help you. You help me. And that's one of the coolest ways that you can build some content faster. So that's all the stuff that you're going to need for making content in type form, chat, email, or messaging. You want to build those, those files so that they're readily available on your phone that when somebody asks you a question, you have everything at the, at the fingertips. And you may have to download some PDFs and cut and paste information so that you have it. You know what you're asked in a face-to-face presentation. It's pretty much what you're going to need to have in, in text. It's pretty much what you're going to need to have in email. It's pretty much what you're going to need to have in chat. On this list... Because you're going to get really good with your voice, you're really going to get good with video. I want to give you some things that I've learned from recording over 2,500 YouTube videos. And one of the things is how you deal with your camera and lighting. How the lighting is in the room really matters for a camera. But what matters more than lighting for a camera is the way that something sounds. And if you've got a bunch of weird noises in the background, a bunch of banging, a bunch of humming, The people are going to get annoyed and they're not going to want to watch your content. They will put up with a crappy video to an extent, but what they won't do is they won't put up with bad audio. And if you're filming outside, anything less than 10 miles an hour for wind, you're probably good. Anything over 12, you're going to really struggle and it's going to make a bunch of whistle pops and a bunch of noises and it's not going to work for you. Now, one of the cool things that you could do is if you're using your cell phone, You hold the cell phone in front of you like you're a Tyrannosaurus Rex and you hold it in the letterbox style and then you put your your elbows into your ribs and you've got a very strong base. And if you're going to shoot video like that, you're going to need to pan slow. You're not creating an episode of the Blair Witch Project. So you're going to pan slowly. You're going to move slowly. You're going to create video content. And what you're going to do is you're going to grab some stock footage of whatever your product is selling. You're selling a car. Go grab some video of what the car looks like. Go get some video of what the tires look like. Go get some video of what the interior looks like. And you're going to do like a walk around. You sell a physical product, you're going to do the same thing. You're going to sell a digital product, you're going to do some walkthroughs and you're going to use some sort of screen share or screen grab that's going to allow you to record your video of what's going on. One of the things that you're going to want to add to your technological capabilities is video conferencing. And so there's plenty of different platforms out there like GoToWebinar, GoToMeeting, Zoom, and they're like, they're pretty inexpensive. They're like 10 bucks a month. You have free resources like Loom, L-O-O-M, where you can shoot explainer videos for people and content videos, but your capability to shoot this video isn't just for the video, it's also to record the content. It's also to get the information because even on this type of video or this type of recording that you're gonna get from a GoToMeeting, GoToWebinar, Zoom, Loom, or any of the programs you're gonna use, is you can reverse engineer that and create content around it. You only have to build it once. You don't have to keep reinventing the wheel. That's where the beauty of technology really does help you out. And you can definitely leverage this right now to be better at sales. Once you create the video, one of the coolest things that you could do is you could take that video and then you could rip the audio from the video and create mini podcasts or mini MP3s for someone to download for frequently asked questions. There is a million different ways for you to slice and dice this information. The whole thing is you got to get started. 
And one of the things that you're gonna wanna do is you wanna get a dedicated thumb drive or a dedicated hard drive that you place all this information on and make a duplicate. Because at some point, that hard drive is gonna fail, that thumb drive is gonna fail. You could back it up into the cloud. Having a good cloud storage is something that should be on this list too that'll really help you out in case you need to send documents, video, information over to somebody. So there's multiple ways for you to gather information, disseminate information, and be that expert where everybody else is just crawling and not even knowing what's going on. Once you have all this content built, there's a couple different ways that you could go about using it. You could put it on a, a tablet and you could share with your buyers if you're face-to-face. -face. You could send it out an email. You could create a YouTube video. One of the coolest things for you to do though is to look up building an authority website over time. So I don't wanna give you a ton of things to do that are gonna overwhelm you. But as you start adding more content, whether it's videos, PDFs, one sheets, uh, MP3s, podcasts, once you start building all this content, you could really start building a good authority site, a good place for people to find your knowledge, your capability. So it's just one more thing for you to have that people can find you. So if they're like, hey, Scott, we really wanna find more content about you, and be like, hey, you wanna find my podcast? Go to howtosell.live. Hey, well, Scott, we want to find out more about you. Sure, go to scottsilvenbell.com. Like there's different places you could send people based upon the information, based upon your technology. And there are times where industries will pick your content up and say, hey, can we use this? And then you get cited as an expert. So moving forward, your capability of having multiple sources of information for people to find that are about you, make you a niche expert, make you the, the person that everybody wants to talk to. Well, what does Scott say about that? What does Scott feel about that? I mean, those are, those are things. You feel in your name though. What does your name say about that? It gives you the capability of having more knowledge in your space and also showing that you're willing to take the actions that other people are not. And then last on this list is you want to create a sales presentation on video. And you're not going to give your whole presentation, just some of it, so that people can see your face and they can see your voice. Because all things aside, most salespeople are lazy. And I can tell you this, that they're not listening to podcasts, they're not reading books, they're not finding ways that are creative for them to close more deals. They're waiting for a price match, they're waiting for a discount, they're waiting for the easy sale. They're not looking to stuff. And I know that's not you because you're checking out an episode of the How to Sell Show. Now with this being said, you're going to have to, over time, work on your vocal pitch and tone. You're gonna to have to get used to the way that you use your voice and how you pause and how you think through things. And when you get excited and you talk louder and faster, and then when you lower your voice as well, all those things matter. And especially on video, like you know, you could use your voice as a hammer or you could use it as a scalpel. And it's gonna really depend upon what's going on. And so what will happen is over time, you're gonna build your chops, you're gonna build your talents, you're gonna build your capabilities, but it's not something that happens immediately. Now, the cool thing is, is let's say that you've done the hard work that I've mentioned. You've got your e-signature platform already taken care of. You've taken your sales presentation and you've recorded it using some sort of recording platform and you've broken it up using uh, transcripts. You take those transcripts and you break them up. You've created text templates, email templates, and chat templates, and you've really thought through what you're going to say. And then you've created some video. You are miles ahead of the competition you are way better off than anybody else. You are, you're going to, you're going to be 
six to eight months ahead of everybody who's trying to figure things out and saying, why am I getting slaughtered? And you're going to be closing deals. And the cool thing is for you is you're going to have comfort. You're going to have technique. You're going to have style. You're going to be able to put your personality into your content. And they're going to just be beginning on this. And where this really becomes important is because now you have things that you could use to follow up. Following up over text messaging, chat systems, emails could be fast or it could be slow. So you do have to have a little bit of patience or a lot of patience when dealing with follow-up using technology. And once again, most salespeople won't know how to do it. You need to really get good with text messaging and following up as a side note because robocalls have been on the rise and people don't answer their phone, but they will answer a text message. And that's something that's really that you should be thinking about when you meet with a buyer, you meet with a client, that you should be gathering that information so that you can contact that person. Somebody could give you a throwaway email, but not everybody's just like, here's my personal text message line. Here's how you get a hold of me. Uh, I could think of very few times that I don't answer text messages. Uh, I did have an example of not answering a text message because the person came at me the wrong way. Instead of saying, hey, Scott, I want to give you an update. Nope, they just launched into me and ripped me a new one about why I was doing something wrong and I still haven't responded. It's been 48 hours. I don't know if I'm ever going to respond. So you do have to have some skills when it comes to, hey, I'm going to talk to you over text. Like, you know, curiosity is one of the coolest things ever. You could send somebody like, hey, I need to send you an update of what's going on, which is one of my favorite lines to use whenever I'm texting somebody and then I don't send them anything. I want them to be like, uh, are you going to send it to me? So then they text me and they're like, okay, tell me what's going on. And then I have them engaged. I know that I got them. I know that they're looking at their phone and I could, I could text them real time. And if I, I got to, and it comes down to it, I could jump up on, I could jump on a zoom session. I could jump on a phone call. I could send them more information for what they need, but you got to get good at building curiosity. You got to get really good at making things really easy. And so with this being said, you're going to want to get access to a link shortener. So bit.ly is probably one of the oldest ones that I could think of. Google has one. Uh, there's there's a million ones. Just look up link shortener. Sometimes you can get them customized and you could buy a link. That's one of the coolest things that you could ever do. Every so often in the world of sales and in the world of business, there's major changes that disrupt the market. And that is your opportunity to get a head start on the competition before they even know what happens. Thanks for checking out this episode of the How to Sell Show. You can join the party at howtosell.live to get the show notes, links, updates on new episodes, recordings of previous episodes, articles, as well as videos. You may not know this sales secret, but sharing this episode with a friend will bring you good luck. See you soon. Mahalo. Mahalo.